You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to CLNS Media, powered by betonline.ag. Go to clnsmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit. Welcome inside an audio edition of the Garden Report. I'm Nick Gelso. I'm joined by John Zanis, freshly back from uh, the beach. How was yeah. the beach, man? Pretty good. Was the beach a bitch? No, it was good. Good, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot's happened while you were it away. Was... And like, you think the quiet off season, right? I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely in that kind of zone right now where, um, you know, there's, eh, there's not a lot happening now. We're kind of waiting for it to pick up, but there's drips and drabs and it's kind of keeping us, uh, interested. And I mean, we still, we're still, we're still almost like Rick Pitino. We're still waiting to hear from, we're still waiting to hear from Kyrie, uh, yeah. who, uh, despite, I mean, who hasn't actually been introduced yet nobody's gotten to ask him any questions about anything uh so i mean i guess that's the last thing where i'm interested in right now is you know what's going on man you know yeah like what's going on with that i mean i would well first of all let's let's pay the bills man i mean today we're powered by manscaped go to manscaped.com if you're a dude you know what I'm talking about. You got to trim up, get rid of that OCB out of control bush. Go to go to manscaped.com. Use the, <laughs> the promo code Garden. Dude, the product's crazy good. No, my uh, thing is listening to all our. Kidding. My favorite thing is listening to all our podcasters do this. Do this ad. Mm. Uh, uh, it has been <laughs> a who and like the emails that we're getting in. People actually love this product. I yep. like it. Now I'm just seeing you're going to be putting pre rolls on our videos, John. They have. A new powder line that they're going with right, right now. So, they, you know, they get rid of the itching. So, yeah. uh, really funny. I think finally a male skewing uh, uh, sponsor. But we have another one, too, and that's our friends over at Bet Online. Go to clnsmedia.com slash win. They'll add 50% back to your sportsbook deposit. And, uh, John, yeah, I mean, well, a couple things have happened while you're away. It is the quiet, it is the quiet doldrums, but... But last year at this time, if you remember, I wasn't. wasn't didn't all the Kyrie uh, two years ago the Kyrie trade happen around this time? It was August. August, I right? Think. Late. Yeah, it was late two years ago. Uh, you know, who knows? There could be another shoe to drop. But uh, right, yeah, it was late. It was late. I was also on vacation when that happened. I, was I like, remember oh. it. <laughs> My God, could it be right? You're like yeah. nothing ever happens this week. I'll be yeah. got all. We just you know. Yeah, Actually, yeah, you weren't yeah. working with us then, I don't think. No, 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 no. It, it got, it got, it got ugly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, waiting to hear on Kyrie right now is interesting. I know, uh, you know, he's uh, the, the the latest thing uh, is 
on uh, on a recent podcast, I think with uh, Holly, Jack, yeah, with Holly and Jackie Mac, yeah, yeah that yeah. Uh, you know the latest thing is that uh, he soured on Danny Early, which you know Danny Ainge, which blows my mind because you know of all the things to sour on, sure, yeah, I get it. We saw the player stuff, you know, with Brad, he wasn't. You know, at some point he kind of tuned out Brad and started doing his own thing. That seemed to get a lot worse as the season went on. But I mean, what what Jackie was saying here, and now obviously if Jackie says it, you consider it gospel, was mm-hmm. that that he that he'd kind of like that he'd soured on Danny Ainge by December. How do you sour on a general manager? What does the GM have to do with anything? You like, know, it, it, I, I can't even too. fathom how. I can't even fathom well, how that's the story. Well, listen, I mean, you, okay, so you take them from a franchise where, you know, the GM was a player and the coach was a player. I mean, he's actually having somebody, I would imagine that saying, dude, like, no. I, I would think it's easier to say yes than no to a baby, and Kyrie's a baby. So, you know, Danny says no, Kyrie doesn't like it. Now, I, I'm I'm speculating, but I can tell you this, and, John, you know it too. I You know it better than me probably. All the years I've been covering the locker room, I've never seen – Danny Ainge in the locker room as as much as he was this year post game after after games. So, yeah. you know, you could sense it. No, but I mean, I remember it. I mean, I'm looking back on the calendar. It's the December thing that I don't get. And then you saw the thing, you know, uh, a week ago or so with, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie says, uh, you know, with the Nets that like, yeah, he kind of started dropping hints to me in December that he was eyeing Brooklyn. So, I mean, the exit was I mean, the, the, you know, he started he, he, he started building his off eh, tampering or not. He started Kyrie started building his off ramp like a month into the season. I mean, it's really it's wow. really, really early. And I don't get the tamper. You know, yeah, we saw Danny in the locker room, but, you know, things kind of came to a head. I remember, you know, we, you remember in January, LeBron, when starts, yeah. well, he starts calling out teammates and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we know that Danny was in the locker room and talked him down and that was supposedly a good thing. But before that, I hadn't really seen it. So it just didn't, I, how you sour on Danny, I, I get the other stuff, you know, egos, butting heads and all of that. The, the Danny thing, I don't fully get uh, where, where, you know, I don't know why you don't get it, done. John. Well, what I don't get is they don't really have any reason to interact, Nick. It's Danny's the money. Like Danny, Danny's the guy basically saying, hey, on July 1st, I'm going to hand you this piece of paper. You already know what the number is. You already know what it's going to say. And you're going to sign it. Right. And that's it. They have no other reason to interact outside. But but he also has the ability to say, "Um, I'm not going to offer you this or you need to do this in order for me to do this. Right. So doubt it. And listen, man, I mean, I I agree, but when you have something like, you know, Brad Stevens, who was completely lost that locker room by December, it was by December, uh, because they were playing terribly up until, that's the irony of the whole thing. I don't want to spend this whole show on on Kyrie again, but the irony is they were playing horrendous until January when Kyrie, you know, they started playing well because they went on a homestand, and that's when Kyrie lost his nerve. I don't, that's what I don't get. I get why... Ainge was involved because Brad, I was, I mean, I don't know, but I, it, it seemed to me Brad couldn't control him and Danny tried to, and, and, uh, you know, Kyrie didn't like it. <laughs> and the Celtics locker room, although they're not in the locker room right now, but it hasn't quieted down. John. I mean, you're still talking like Jason Tatum suddenly got vocal cords. I mean, is this a good or bad thing that he's bragging up, uh, himself and the Celtics as far as uh, what he said was right. He's going to average 20 plus. He's going to be an all-star and the Celtics are going to come out of the East. 
That's yeah, what I heard. So let's go categorically. So the backstory for everybody who's yeah. probably seen it at this point is mm-hmm. Tatum got a bad rating on uh, on NBA 2K and he felt disrespected by it. So he laid I'm down. Sick of these guys. I know. And so uh, he laid down. A, <laughs> uh, he laid down his prediction. So let's go. Let's go for it. Uh, yeah. the, th- the three predictions. Number one, uh, average over 20. What do you what? No. Does, does, you don't think so? No. Uh, high teens. I think he's going to have a good season, but he's not going to be over 20. I'm gonna go just. I'm gonna go just under twenty. Yeah, I think 18. he ticks up again to about seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I'm with you. I was thinking eighteen. Okay. Uh, I can also, see that. So if that's all he's scoring, and really all he is is a scorer, all star, then we're gonna say no to no, that. No, I mean he's got he's got to improve his defensive game. He's got to get to the line. He's got to do so much before he's an all star. He is not an all star. Yeah. Uh, so and then Celtics go into the championship. <laughs> that's just <laughs> that would have to be catastrophic. Uh, fail, you know, failures in Milwaukee and in Philadelphia. I mean, you'd be looking for a lot of pieces to fall apart for the Celtics to come out of the East. Sure. But we've seen them do the impossible before and overachieve, and it's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. It's a great story. Yeah. So, I mean, the bet online odds on each of these things would be yeah. would be would be long would be long odds here. Well, I want so, to say we did, so Celtics are eight or seven to one on bet online. So to to get out right. of the East. Seven but I don't. Yeah, and but I don't mind any of that. I actually like it, even though it's it's Mickey Mouse, you know, kind of twenty, you know, twenty something nonsense, like caring about your. But he doesn't your, talk normally, John. I mean, it's so NBA. weird. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, I don't mind it. So uh, to me, I don't like. I, I, we, we, you could use a little bit of that. He's, I, that all shucks stuff that was going on all last year, and you know him being soft spoken. I want him to get a little angry. I want him to be pissed. I want him to be. You know, I get that. Right. I want to see it. I, you want to see Emotion. you want to see the, the dunking on LeBron Tatum. Mm-hmm. Not not last year. Just like Kyrie oh, mad. Kyrie's mad at us mm-hmm. again. Sort of. I, so I'll take it. I just don't see any of that. Um, you know, I do think they're going to win more games, John, than they did last year, which was what, 49. Yeah, I think they could win 50, 52. And, and I mean, there's no Kawhi. And yeah, Philadelphia got better. And really. Really got better, but they lost Butler. I mean, they bring in Horford, a 33-year-old Horford, who I think had more value to the Celtics as uh, you know their veteran presence. It's still a mystery whether he's going to mesh or not with those Philadelphia 76ers because he's got to take that leadership role. So I don't know how Embiid and Simmons and these guys are going to react to it. So at Philadelphia, to me, is a, is a stalemate. It's like they went parallel. They lost Butler, picked up Horford. I, th- I mean, really, it's Milwaukee. The Celtics could win 50-plus games. They could, and Philly's a weird one because talent-wise, just oh. on paper, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah. And you know, but their lineup is weird. Mm-hmm. And now they they're 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 they've got bigs, and no you know, shooters. you lose a guy like Reddick, and right, you lose Butler. Uh, so they're interesting, and also just, I mean, I know a lot of the reasons they struggled with the Celtics was the Horford MB dynamic, which you don't have anymore in your favor, but it is an interesting thing uh, to see because, you know, the Celtics have had their number for a couple of years. So you never know, you get into the playoffs matchups, a lot of things could happen. I actually, of the three Tatum predictions, I think if I bet on one, I would say Celtics get to the championship ahead wow. of the other two things. Wow. Yeah. I, John Zan is dropping hot takes, baby. Well, I, just, I don't see it because look at it. <laughs> no, but look at it this way. Kemba's going to replace Kyrie's scoring. Yeah. Uh, uh, Al, who's gone. Al's the really, irreplaceable. But Al wasn't good for a lot of buckets anyway. So it's not like there's more There's more shots. There's going to be that many more shots available mm. with Horford. 
on. He might go. He, I mean, he shot eight, nine, ten times a game. So I think Tatum's going to roughly get the same. I mean, a little bit more, a little bit mm-hmm. more freedom. He's going to shoot a little more than last year, but I don't think he's hoisting twenty shots a game. No, but here's here's what changes. The dark cloud is gone. Everybody starts playing more freely, and and no one, no one is giving Hayward any sort of uh, credit towards a chance at all after last year. I am. I think you're going to see a different Hayward. He's got to get his shots. The whole team should play more freely, more open. And Kemba is not, although he's a ball dominant guy, he's not going to demand the ball the way, the way, uh, or control the ball the way Kyrie did stop the ball in so many cases. I hope not. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could. Yeah, could. I, I think they could. The Celtics, if, if Brad Stevens is back to Brad Stevens and, this team responds well to him, and the out loss isn't as catastrophic as it seems to be on the exterior from an intangible standpoint. I think the Celtics could, could, uh, could. I mean, it sounds like Homer, Homerville here, but if anybody's listened to any of our previous podcasts or Twitter handles, I mean, we're not Homers. That's not uh, us, right? Yeah, I mean, but I, I do think the East is weaker. I'm, I'm dubious, but I also think there's no, it's there's no dominant team where you're like, I can't get by these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so, no LeBron. There's no Kawhi. And there's a lot of, I don't know how this is going to work scenarios out there. Like, yep, yep, you don't yep. know what, I mean, sure, Brooklyn's without Durant this year. You can, you know, they've just got Kyrie. Eh, they'll be competitive, but you can, you know, you're not worried about them. Uh, Toronto obviously takes a step back. Milwaukee is Milwaukee. Um, you know. Well, uh, yeah, but Milwaukee kind of took a step back, too. Didn't they? But, they lost but, some personnel. But then you're looking at Philly, which is Philly and Boston, Philly's which is the wild card. Yeah, I want to see what they look like. Philly yeah. could come up and freaking win sixty-seven games, you know. And be yeah, like, they it's could, all, but they could also they could there could be some yeah. weirdness there, right? There definitely could be because it it really all depends on how Embiid, Simmons, these guys are going to react to Al. Now I, we don't know because Al is such a quiet guy, but we don't know if that was part of the problem last year in yeah. Boston was people weren't reacting well to Al. I know he felt disrespected in some way, shape, or form, right. and. Uh, it could be that. Who knows? And then there's Brett Brown. I mean, Al could really lend the credibility to him by uh, not just helping, but being supportive of him. So if it all works out in a perfect world, Philadelphia, should, in my opinion, should be the best team in the East. But again, it's it's, it's wild card yeah. type scenario. And Boston, I keep telling everybody, they did not get worse. They got less talented, but they didn't get worse. You can't get worse than what they were last season. Yeah. You know, no, not you, with the personnel. Right. You can't. The thing with Tatum, with me, and th- this is where I've always been with him, is I, you know, I'm, I've always been worried that we're closer to his ceiling than we think, both from his rookie year and last year. Mm-hmm. That like, it's seventeen, eighteen, and a third wheel on a good team, and possibly a number two guy on on a bad team, um, and not star star. You know, like I just don't see. I just don't see, you know, I'm seeing some things written, you know, obviously handing it a lot of people handing it to Jalen and Jason and mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be the Butler and Kawhi duo and the wings. Yeah, well, and the wings. I, I, you know, I'm, I've always been skeptical of that. So what do you think, Nick? No, uh, go ahead. On, what do you think? What do you think the ceiling is here? Like, and do you think it's here long term? Is he? Is this a Celt? Is this guy a Celtic for good? And is he going to go down as a great? Support for the Garden Report comes from Manscaped, the number one in men's below the belt grooming. Yeah, below the belt. We're talking about your balls, not basketballs, but your actual balls between your legs, fellas. And it's time you give them a little more TLC. 
because I know nobody else is going to do that for you. But seriously, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I love that line. So picture this, right? You're getting ready for a hot date. You're feeling pretty good. It's like date number three, maybe number four. Uh, so, I mean, anything could really happen. Um, so you're up against the clock. You know, you got to get to this date, but you also got to clean the beans down below before you head out. And then all of a sudden, ouch, you just nicked yourself. Blood over the place. You got to change now. You're scrambling. It's a tough way to start the night. And unfortunately, this is all too common. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, okay? Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Seriously, it'll have them looking cleaner than the Wimbledon courts out there. Say goodbye to snagged balls and never, ever, ever use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. We've all done it, but no more. And what about the stank? Personally, I'm already good down there, ladies. But for some dudes, let's just say it doesn't smell like roses, especially in the middle of the summer. Manscaped has the Crop Preserver, okay? An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer that will have your balls feeling and smelling like a million bucks. I mean, at the very least, it's a conversation starter back at the place. Come on, guys, get creative with it. And also get 20% off in free shipping with the code GARDEN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code GARDEN. Your balls will thank you. I would have, John, answering your question on Tatum, I, I would have said that uh, I, I wasn't sure if I didn't see what I saw his rookie season in the playoffs. I mean, he just he demanded the ball and took over that run and was instrumental. And, and I, I, I just think, man, he's got a little growing up to do. I mean, he's young. He's got to put some weight on. Uh, but really, it's a maturity thing. Uh, if he could get that together and stay focused without all the distractions, I think we're gonna, we, it is. Po- I mean, I don't think he'll be an all-star this year, but it is possible he could play all-star caliber basketball. I don't think we've come anywhere near his his ceiling yet. And as far as Jalen Brown goes, I don't expect him to be in green next season if by the trade deadline. So I think that's a moot point. Yeah, and I'll get beat the hell out of for saying that, but it's true. I just, I just don't see. I don't sign him to a max deal, and that's what he wants. You don't. Ain't worth it. No, Jalen. No. Do you? I, I. I'm surprised he's still here. Mm-hmm. To Thank be you. honest. Yeah, I mean, and last year he ended up being probably one of the only guys who midway through the season, along with Smart Gurusat, and like was tough and, yeah. and actually rebounded. We love but, it. Love it. Yeah. Great. But he was good. But it's again, that. it's how good. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know the, the Celtic stuff live guys kind of picked on, um, you know, picked this apart a little bit in their latest podcast. Looking at Keith Smith had kind of d- did a big post summer league dump. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of them was from a from a from an executive outside of Boston who was talking about, you know, when they saw the Celtics were kind of sort of falling apart. Mm-hmm. They, they swooped in thinking, ah, you know, I'm going to try to. I'm gonna see Snag. if I can get Jalen. Uh, yeah. See if they're hey, maybe they're ready to move on. They've got now they're wing heavy. Maybe mm-hmm. I can snack snack him. And uh, the, according to the you know according to what Keith wrote, uh, the conversation got about as far as the J sound out of my mouth, and they said, <laughs> and they said neither Jason or Jalen are on the table for you. So again, I mean, this isn't just Danny playing hardball with teams who are desperate to sell. You know, you yeah. know, you've got somebody on the ropes and they're like, what about Jalen? You're like, no, thanks, pal. Or trade deadline stuff or expiring guys who you don't know if you can re-sign. You know, I know Jalen was up for a conversation in, uh, you know, with other players, obviously famously for, for Leonard. But it sounds like 
they 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 legit hang up the phone anytime anybody mentions these guys. They're they're absolutely in love with them. One guy they're not in love with uh, after his car wash on ESPN, and that's Terry Rozier and Bob Ryan, dude. <laughs> Bob Ryan's still dropping bombs. What did he call him on Celtics beat this week? A jackass? What did he call him? Um, he said something about him looking in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, like, and, and, and what does he see? How does he not see it? Yeah. So, I mean. Does he not realize what a jerk he was last year? You know? Right. And, and to me, I, I, I mean, I was around Rosier. Who knows what, I mean, he was leaking things all year long to the media, but he wasn't that, that bad. It was the, the post, uh, the post elimination going on ESPN that was horrendous. And then, you know, a lot of what he said is true. Uh, I would think, you know, because other people have corroborated it. But the other thing Bob said was about Kyrie. Uh, did what did he call? Did he call him a wackadoo? I can't remember, dude. I'm, I'm I'm all over the place with all this. What he had said, what Bob had said about Kyrie, he was, said this on the show. This show st- stuff he said before. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's not as smart as he thinks he is, and he basically yes, said, yes. and this true. is another. He said that uh, there's no way. I mean, look. You know, there are certain guys everywhere they go. It's good for a little bit, and then it's going to go bad. Kyrie's one of those guys. And, uh, you know, in, in Bob's estimation, there's that. no way. Right. In Bob's estimation, there's no way uh, there's no way that he's going to not play for multiple, multiple teams. more teams after Brooklyn. It's, I agree. Something's going to happen there. That's going to be a fascinating thing, too, if that uh. doesn't. If that doesn't work there with him and Durant, man, is that going to be interesting? Yeah, we'll have reporters down there for sure. There's no way we're missing out on that circus. And I I agree with Bob on that. I think Kyrie's going to be remembered as, you know, one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. Won one championship, never got back to the finals, and it became a journeyman. You know, and I I think I was going to say no different than Ray Allen, only Ray Allen won championships once he left Boston. I don't, I don't know that Kyrie is going to do that. I certainly have no, if I'm Brooklyn, I have no faith in Kyrie and Durant being able to lead that team, let alone each other. Right. Yeah. So I, I just, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Now, Rozier, I mean, I just want to go back to that for one minute because he ends up getting a payday. Uh, he gets paid pretty, pretty, pretty well in that move. And I think he's going to do pretty well there. I think that's a good, good uh, switch up for him. I, I, I'm a Rozier guy. I liked Rozier. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, it's he's if you if you take I, I was never a Rosier guy. I know he, he lost <laughs> his mind. He lost his mind in the playoffs a year ago, and it was like, okay, this is kind of fun. You're wondering whether you have something there. Then he, I mean, not not only did he regress to the mean, I, he went. I mean, way, way back. I mean, this is a guy who it doesn't matter. You don't always – I think everybody, the mistake they make with Rozier is they break it down into, wow, he was really good in those playoffs when Kyrie was gone. And then with Kyrie, he wasn't as good, so maybe he's good. W- ignoring every other thing that's ever happened around him through his NBA career, yeah. which is – but which is one of the most inefficient mm-hmm. offensive players mm-hmm. in the in the league. He is mm-hmm. not an efficient Play, uh, offensive player. Well, on the, th- the numbers th- bear out on that over his career. Again, the numbers contradict everything he said on ESPN. To be honest with you, even right down to Hayward's touches, he's but- just not the. He's not the guy. He he caught lightning in a bottle or sold his soul or whatever he did in those playoffs, and he had some ridiculous performances. Hats off. He did it when Kyrie. He did it during the season too. When Kyrie was down, he had huge regular season games. I 
I don't think that guy comes back. I, I, I don't. Uh, you see, it, I think there's certain players that are, are meant to start and certain players that are meant to come off the bench. I think he's not a starter on a, on a contending team. But, you know, on a middle of the road or a bottom dwelling team, he could start, and I think he's going to play better in a starting role. I would be more confident if he didn't have the reputation or what we had witnessed uh, prior to his explosion uh, the first year Kyrie was here. And prior to that, everybody was saying get rid of Rozier, right? So I, but it, it, it all comes down to this. If he is in, in, a, in a role, I think, he'll, I think he'll be a 14, 15-point scorer. I think he's going to do pretty well there. And I think... Um, you know, when it's all said and done in Boston, he's going to be a distant memory by January, December, if, if even that long. Because I think Kemba Walker is going to not just roll into town and 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 sit into Kyrie's fit right into Kyrie's position, but he's going to do it with a good attitude. And I think that last season is going to be a distant memory. Before we keep we wrap here, John, that we we have to touch on Cantor. I mean. And it's Cantor, right? Here's this guy. And, like, I, I don't know what he's done in his career. I, I, I've followed him here and there. My favorite move he's ever made is when he was a rookie and stood right up to LeBron. That was amazing. Uh, but what he's done with the Kyrie number 11 has been quite hilarious. And uh, I think that that loosey-goosey attitude was just so missing the last two seasons. So to have somebody that's able to, A, rebound on this team, Right. B, shoot free throws, good offensive player. So he's got to, he has to improve on defense, but Brad in the right positions makes, you know, he hides poor defenders. So I think Ennis Cantor, you know, not just from a, a statistical standpoint, but I think from also an attitude standpoint is going to be a welcome personality uh, behind the scenes. They're keeping yeah. things a little bit lighter with a yeah. very, very, what could be a very tense group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you see what he and, uh, and uh, and Evan Turner did in uh, Portland, you know, I mean, yeah, it's completely yep. I mean, that's a, I mean, that, you know, obviously those weren't the stars of the team, but that, you know, that that attitude was was great. And I mean, look, this is a guy who was a starting center for a team that made a conference final. I mean, it's not, you know, he's not he's not a throw. He's not something to laugh at. But, right? uh, I mean, he's he's super funny. And, you know, yep. the the social media stuff, the dig at Kyrie, the dig at Kyrie. I want great, man. Uh, How the, great was that? The cheat day videos on yeah. Twitter with his ridiculous diets. Um, uh-huh. That stuff's great. He's going to be a ton of fun. They're going to be. That's the thing. You know, you, fun ta- to watch. you talk about vibe. Uh, the vibe was miserable. This was, a, mm. I mean, you and I were trading off like hate wanting hate. to not wanting to not go to games right i know like you you go Imagine i don't want that to yeah I, I know. are you sure wait come on do yeah. you really want to go tonight do you like, really no. want me to go tonight <laughs> it was such a, it was such a not just not just a joyless slog in terms of the p look they don't have to be happy that's not their right. job their job is to win but like you couldn't every time even if they did do something well and you know, or you know, they'd play a good game or two, and you'd wonder if they turn the corner. It still felt fraudulent. It never really felt like it was there. It felt like they were going through the motions. You could feel how many people were checked out and had tuned things out. You knew Brad had lost control early. It had that vibe all year. It didn't feel. You'd walk into the locker room and nobody, would be, nobody would be talking to yep. anybody. Each other. Not, not nobody. It wasn't like there was small factions of, mm-hmm. oh, the kids are hanging out. It was mm-hmm. every guy dressed by themselves, looked straight yep. ahead. Said even in wins. Anyone, yeah. even in wins. Even and in just big wins. walked out the door. There was, I mean, maybe one or two times where you walk out of the locker room like, oh, 
that would, these guys were in a good mood. I mean, so, so I much don't, so I can't I, tell you that I wrote, I don't remember many last year. There was a couple and it was such a, such a departure from everything. That's why it sticks out to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be different, uh, in that regard, but also just, you know, it's just going to feel a little bit more cohesive and it's going to be more fun to, you know, watch. And again, going back to, I was, you know, listening to those guys, the Celtic stuff live guys. Yeah. With their latest, you know, Justin, you know, they, they differ on it. Justin's all in on this. Oh, he wants, he wants to, he, he wants to, no, but he wants to love again, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I've kind of always, I felt that way too, is yeah. I'd be willing to sacrifice wins and a shot at, you know, potential greatness to just not have it be as miserable as it was. And that's, yep. Cantor is a huge, will be a huge part of that. He's going to have his ups too. and downs. Kemba's going to be great. He's by all accounts, terrific guy. Everybody kind of takes to him he's got a he's super super positive attitude it's going to be a totally different vibe so again what it comes back to is the kids can they take that step forward can they kind of get out of their little shells like i don't want to see quiet mumbling under your breath sad jason and jalen this year out you want to see them and again i was going to bring this up but it's stirring up controversy. No, go ahead bring it up Uh, we can uh, we're, we're and we're going a little bit over time when we're talking about tatum and again this is something Bill Simmons pot brought up on his podcast. Love Bill. Yeah. So again, this is a manufacturing a controversy simply based right. on one man's opinion. And I'm not jumping on board with it, but what right. he had said was, you know, following Tatum's uh, social media throughout the course of the season, you wouldn't be able to tell he plays for the Celtics. Hmm. That, I didn't hear Bill say that, but what did he mean by that? Meaning he that, you know, he he, he retweeted or liked or, or you know, uh, threw support behind any time, like when Terry got paid or Bradley Beal, who's one of his boys, whatever it is. He'd throw support around a lot of other people and things. Terry got paid, go get that money, whatever it was. But, you know, doing stuff for video games, shoes, his own brand. But there isn't one looking through his timeline one oh my god so psyched to play with kemba tweet or these guys are awesome i can't wait to that we're gonna be great watch out for us this year and again he did say celtics are gonna win the championship in his prediction so you can kind of put he might have meant that that on the sports though (laughs) not in real life (laughs) it might not be his style i'm not manufacturing the controversy i just want him to be just you want to see, like, you want to shake him, you know, like, get excited, man, you know, like, get into it, and again, it's not all just locker room talking, this and that, you just want to see, you know, he didn't look happy or pumped to do anything last year, even when buckets went in, you just didn't see one hint of emotion through any of it, and with Jalen, almost, I mean, he seemed more angry than anything. Well, he was, I mean, he was getting called out on a regular, I mean, he got shoved on the bench, I don't, I'm not a Jalen And he played with, he played with fire late, but I want to see those guys have attitude and ownership more than anything else, that's what you want to see, you want to see them say, F you, this is, you know, this is our team, let's F and go, you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to uh, as much as anything, because that's that's where the whole thing is going to hinge. Hayward's return and those two guys saying, F it, let's let's go. I'm I'm give you know, let let's do this. So we'll see. There's gotta be unity. I mean as as we're wrapping this up, it's a good thing to wrap on it. I think that by December we will know just how much I mean, even with Rozier gone, we will know just how much the young guys contributed to the poor morale last year. Because if they come in and they're not pumped 
out of their brains to get a chance again at this without that dark cloud. Well, then maybe they, and we know they were part of the problem last year, but maybe they were more part of the problem than, than we even thought. And we'll know fairly quickly by attitudes. And it's interesting what Simmons says about, about Tatum. Now I know he wouldn't uh, root for the Bruins, but that's because the blues are from his, his home state. So his hometown. So yeah, I can understand that. But I never really – I don't really follow the players all that much on social media. I can't or I'm, I'm loving because he's just throwing fire at, at Kyrie. But the rest of them I don't really follow too much. I, we're going to know really, really within the first, you know, 20 games of the season, I'd say. Just like last year. You are. Because, right, you feel like they, they went in and they excised all of the, all of the malignancies. You feel like, you know, whether it – Kyrie – uh, you know, Marcus Morris to a certain look, yeah. I mean, look, Marcus, right. Marcus would say one thing and do another. Do he another. did it all. Yep. He did it all year. People liked him. He was good with the media. He was a good guy to cover, but you know, he'd, he'd preach togetherness and sharing and, and you know, don't worry about individual right. stuff. And then he'd shoot, you know, I mean, then yeah. he'd do terrible shot selection. Yeah. Rozier, yep. same thing, talking out of both sides of his mouth. Those guys are gone. I, 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 you know, I think the other guys were stuck in the middle. And I agree. You're, you're going to know quick if, if it's not going well and these guys aren't, you know, owning it. I mean, there's a lot. It's a, this season's all of, it's a lot of pressure on those guys. They make a huge, they make a huge leap and everything's going to be okay or they don't. And, uh oh. Yeah, I mean, that's where the pressure lies. It lies with three people, the big three, let's call them. It's, it's Brown, uh, Tatum, and Hayward. That's Hayward. everything. Right. You Hayward, know what you have I mean, in Kemba, you know what you have in Cantor. Yeah. You're, you're going to get what you get out of those guys coming in. It's those guys. Who are you this year? That, it's, that's everything. So Well, and let's face it, as we're, I said this five times, but as we're wrapping, uh, Cantor and Kemba have already given the Celtics a bigger assist than Kyrie did in two years, and they haven't even touched a basketball yet. And that's because they want to play here. Yeah. And the Celtics were on a terrible PR stretch that was probably not quite as bad, but only probably parallels 06 maybe or or Patino. I mean, it's just bad this year PR-wise. And yeah. you you thought all season long, well, you know, towards the end of the season, post-February, no free agents are ever going to come here again. Oh, so yeah. Kemba Walker changed that immediately. Cantor's attitude. So they have already thrown bigger assists to, to the Celtics than than Kyrie. I never got that feeling from Kyrie. Yeah, no. He, he would have moments, moments where you would kind of be like, ah, he's getting it. He's liking to be here. Like the commercial, for instance. But you never felt too confident. He never did a month later. Kyrie I mean, didn't, yeah. Kyrie didn't want to be here. He just didn't want to be in the other place. And he tried to fool himself and everybody else into thinking this is what he wanted to do and where he wanted to be because it, it like fits. It sounds it makes sense. Yeah, it, it, like made, it, it makes sense. sense. Bingo. Oh, sense. good. I get my own team. It's a team with tradition. And, I can go and up. And it's practice. opposite LeBron, who's yeah. on the Lakers. I mean, it was just perfect. And obviously, perfection doesn't work all the time. Neither does data. You data dorks who are constantly in your Excel spreadsheets. We sh the Celtics should have won sixty plus games last year, and they sucked. They did. So your data was way off. Yeah. That's yeah. it, John. I mean, I'm at CLNS underscore Nick. Follow. Follow the, the network at Celtics CLNS. And John, yeah. I don't even know your handle. Doesn't matter. Know either. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He actually runs all the company accounts. Just hang out with them there. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. I, I, I might I might argue with you on the Celtics Twitter from time to time. It's it's me. If anybody thinks it's a nameless, faceless person, they all me. think it's me, dude. And then they come trolling after me. It's not me. I don't have passwords to half of them. No, anyway. no, 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 nor, nor do we want to give them to you. Um, uh, all right, cool. Thanks, Nick. It was fun. Yeah, thanks, John. It was great.